Good morning, my fellow uh, Americans, Algerians, Zimbabweans, New Zealanders, and most importantly, Germans. Hello. Back again, this time, the day after the last one that I just did. I don't know why I keep between those timelines. It's not really important. It's all going to be weekly once I start posting this. At this point, I haven't uh, started posting it for all sorts of reasons, right? That doesn't necessarily uh, need to be explained now. Talk about Blonde and Blonde yesterday. It was an interesting uh, choice. Didn't feel like I said much about it. Uh, like always, right? You can always say more than you think you should. I didn't think it did. Um, but yeah, it's a very strident and very electric and very percussive and very lively album from the master, the music legend, Bob Dylan. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, let's do the next one. Alright, I have the number here. I'm not going to say because it doesn't matter. Pink Floyd, The Wall. Okay. This is a blast from the past, right? Not only because it's a old record. You know, obviously, a lot of good records are old. Uh, Blonde and Blonde, in and of itself, it's uh, older. 11 years older than this particular album from Pink Floyd. But it's also one that I haven't been revisiting that much lately. Even though sometimes I think of it. Sometimes I think of Pink Floyd because a very good friend of mine is a, it's a big, big, big Pink Floyd fan. Always was um, like a point of conversation, you know. I, I was never big into it. Something about prog, it, it gets me. It's, it's some very specific prog gets me. Uh, early, yes. Uh, close to the edge and, and that type of thing. I like it. I, yes, album, it's super good. But I, 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 there are a couple of things, right, to be said there. Um, it's, it's not the, the full... Eye of the Tiger, experimental, um, 70s prog, doesn't get me very much. But the peripheries, either the end of the leg of the 70s, end of the last leg of the 70s, with the opening of prog and the prog becoming new wave and becoming synth pop in a way, and the beginning of it, which was this slow transformation of psycho psychedelic music and, uh, and, and, and rock and roll with the expansion of those elements and becoming prog, that those two areas are very interesting to me. So either like 77 to 73, 74, or 77 to 81, 82, which is, you know, I feel like that's more my my cut in regards to what my taste in prog lies, right? 
uh, obviously you have the, the 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 metal situation a lot of bands uh, a lot of bands from the, the early 90s or early 2000s they got prog as an influence with their with their uh, so and that eventually became post rock right so you have progressive rock merging with electronics and merging with classical music in a way and became like almost a sort of um, very instrumental and spacey, which it's a development. It's a no-brainer in terms of development of which where progressive rock should lay in the 90s and the early 2000s. Because the, the, the normal, let's say the normal, uh, let's exemplify normal as Genesis. I think it's a very clean cut especially the first albums, right? The England by the Pound and, and, and the other one was with Peter Grabier, right? At the helm. Uh, those ones are pretty much what prog can be, right? In terms of in terms of uh, aesthetics. It's, it's, not very, it's not very fitting uh, that a modern band gets there and nowadays it's different, but in the nineties, in the early two thousands, the, the the market wouldn't, you know, accept. So it had to be something else. So the plurality, plurality had to happen, and that happened with two. Um, that happened with a bunch of Dream Theater. It happened with a lot of bands that were, you know, being influenced by Pink Floyd, being influenced by Genesis, and yes, King King Crimson, obviously. And they had to be also more metal or more experimental or more plural in that sense. Not just say that Pink Floyd with this particular era is 100% experimental or 100% prog. I think they, I'm not really sure about their, their trajectory. Again, I'm not a big fan of, a big fan of the... There is a Brazilian sleeping there. <laughs> I, I, I was never a big, big consumer of the chunk of their career, right? Like animals and and uh, Uma Guma Guma. I don't know what the fuck is called. Um, I, I was never a big, big fan of of those experimental and and very much very progressive like a creature from the progressive movement right that they release uh, that they release so which we're here it's it's a fantastic album i, I tru truly love that that record and dark side as well but animals uh metal metal um, you know i i have no idea about those records i never listened to those uh, there's nothing to be proud of, I think. You know, I'm not saying that because I'm proud of it. It's just, it just never got into me. I assume they are great. I assume they, they I assume that the Pink Floyd has a stellar discography, right? And it's really worthy to check everything. Uh, it's a legendary band. It's probably, it's probably the biggest one from that particular uh, slice of music, right? That the progressive stuff uh, I'm more of a yes guy I think I don't know so again 
as we had yesterday, we have here also a double record. Uh, the track list, the track timing of everything is it's way less than you would expect from a from a from a band like Pink Floyd. The previous album has like 17 minutes, like each track. You know, one has 17, the other one has 10, 12. Uh, Wish We're Here is pretty bloated as well in terms of 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 of, of, of track listing, track running. Right, it goes beyond the seven minutes. Uh, what I think they, they 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 intended with the wall, and I think what they succeeded, pretty much, you know, they 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 did it really well, because all of their hits are kind of from this record, right? Hey, you comfortably numb, um, goodbye blue sky, and of course the the the, the two sets of of uh, another brick in the wall, very famous songs almost like a queen-like quality to them, you know, in terms of popularity. Uh, but the narrative of the album is really interesting. No wonder it has a it has a, a movie attached to it, like the classic movie from uh, Alan J. Pecula. I'm I'm not sure who was the director. I know I know it's a, it's a it's it's the guy that did the, all the President's Men. I'm not sure if it's the same one. Let me see who is it. I've I've watched the movie. Oh, don't no, that's not it. There is another movie called The Wall. Alan Parker. Yeah, he's he's kind of a musical director. Directs a lot of music and music and journalism stuff. I know that he has a, a movie with Kevin Space. He died already. Okay. Alan Parker. Okay. I, I know some of his movies. I've watched the movie a long time ago. Long, 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 long time ago. Like 10 years ago. And it's really good. It's a, it's a good movie. Oh, re he retired really, really early. Yeah, he wasn't making much stuff. So the last movie that he did was the movie with Kevin Spacey, which, yikes, right? Uh, basically a music video guy. He did a Vida with Madonna and The Wolf, essentially. Music videos from uh, that album as well. Anyway, seems like... Uh, Seems like it's a little bit more of, of, of he, he he ride. He he must have another job, right? Although he was kind of old already. Anyway, um, the movie I don't remember anything about. I remember being very Brazil-like. The movie Brazil from from Terry Gilliam. It was it was like before Brazil even because Brazil is eighty four, and that movie is seventy nine. So he had that dystopian, um, bureaucratic critique, right, about the 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 the, the British system, the British um, bureaucracy. I think that's the, mostly like the government uh, critique. So the album is enveloped in that type of politic as well, like the wonder, the 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 kind of the wonder of the songwriter and his how much he despises um, 
even technology for bureaucracy or red tape or, or uptightness, you know? I find it very interesting when, like, revulsion and, and, and rebellion, rebelliousness, rebelliousness, it gets into art and how that can be, you know, kind of masked in a way. Uh, I think that he masked uh, his readiness here, Hojo Borges, right? I think he, he did that to some extent in this album because he's a bit, I think that his politics are a bit empty, right? In terms of philosophy, like philo philosophical basis, I think his politics are not very interesting to listen to. And um, it, it, it rings to me like a child who he doesn't understand like the banking system, you know? And then goes and criticizes the banking system and say, oh, we are, you know, isn't nature better than this bullshit, you know? Of course. But it's also what kills you, you know? Anyway, it's just... I'm getting... I hate being political, man, because I'm not political, you know? Um, let's, let's get back to the personal then. I remember hearing about this album and Pink Floyd, uh, in a way, because System of a Down had a concert that I've always listened to. I had the file in my computer, right? Like a classic. Um, I, will probably, I will probably watching that in 2005. So it must have been from the Toxic City uh, tour. 2001, 2002. And Daryl Malakin, he played Goodbye Blue Sky at the end. And obviously they are very, very, uh, they have a very keen eye for melodies, those guys. You know, for, for metal heads, for, for metal, like, champions that they are, they do know their melodies and they, and they do it really well. And even though I truly hate the system of a down guitar player as a singer, he really nailed that particular particular cover. And uh, I thought, bro, what the hell is that? You know, what, what is that song, Goodbye Blue Sky? So it became kind of like a, a song from them because I was like obsessed about everything that they did, right? So even that tiny little moment in a show gotcha me so it's even it's here yeah. oh no it searched search Duncan also sings it okay that's fine so it's a it's a it's from 2002 yes they they did that song for 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 some time because there's a lot of videos with it anyway bands do that right they cover they have one set list and all uh, yeah, yeah, they attached two Arios. Eh? It was after Arios because Arios was always at the end of the of the set. Uh, they they held a candle to to the progressive heroes and the metal uh, the metal heroes of the past, right? Like Anthrax and and uh, Slayer. They they really always paid homage to those to those guys. System of now, that uh, being 
you find here with the wall a continuation of the sound like the 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 it, it's a way more bluesy and way more rock and roll it has the spacious spacious moments as well it has the the interludes and and the experimental ideas also but for the most part it's it's, it's a very clean cut album um i believe i'm not sure what the average Pink Floyd fan would think about what's their best, what's their worst. I think it depends a lot on many people. I think it's well understood that Dark Side of the Moon and Wish You Were Here are the best albums, right? Is at least the most concise. Right? <coughs> at least the best in terms of... Um, proposition of narrative and and art, art, artistically speaking also I think they are on the top of their game with those two albums but there are people who really enjoy the first record like I think the first two records with Sid Barrett right you have the type of fan who really loves like who is a a bigger fan of of Sid Barrett than Pink Floyd. <laughs> you know, you have those guys. Of course, Sid Barrett was a, was a very interesting creature. Um, and Wish You Were Here, it's a, it's a love letter to him. So that's, that's, that's also interesting uh, about that, that album. I think Wish You Were Here for me is the best. Is their best album. I think that that's the one that they, they, they knock it out of the park the, the, the most, right? The other ones, uh, The Wall, The Wall is always third, right? In my opinion, I think it's, it's, it's Wish We're Here, Dark Side, and The Wall. I think that's the, wow, fucking train, bro. Hell yeah. I think that's, that's kind of the, ah, maybe that's the, Consensus. And then you have... You have like a... Fuck, I'm rambling too much. Sorry for that. You have on, on this album like almost like a... like a Park ride, you know, type of thing. It, it's, it's almost like a, like a, like a thirst attraction. Pink Floyd The Wall, you know? It's an amazing rock and roll album, and it is truly is. It's it's very well made, and it's very ambitious as well. Oh fuck these things! I'm not sure if you can hear this, but it's a it's a loud train passing. Anyway, and um, yeah, that's it. That's it. I can't can't say anything anymore. It's too early. I got myself into this predicament. I don't know why. I should speak about a, a, a very heady and, and complex band that I don't know much about. <laughs> At eight, uh, an hour after I woke, after I woke up, you know. But yeah, good. And I, I always think of the discography and the context of the discography. 
this is a great place to start if you never heard of Pink Floyd and anyone to this where the hits lie and it's not it's not demanding at all even though the the runtime is pretty pretty high you can you can pop those those songs anytime you know it's just, they just get you it they get they get you the point no wonder like afterwards they they pretty much finished right they did one last album into the 80s and and after that no more and then Roger Waters was uh, doing his thing, right? I think he has a very extensive solo career in the 80s, I would probably say. Kind of silly, you know, he's silly. He's a silly man sometimes. Music, music genius. He's, what is this, Yola? He's a music genius. But, yeah. Nah, not much, not much. Some, some, some records in the eighties, but after that, more nineties shit. And there's some opera stuff, like some, just you know, some Nutcracker type of shit. I don't know. Like Stravinsky. Hmm. Okay. Some weird projects, yeah. Seems like he lives on the, you know, on the legacy of the, of Pink Floyd. And no wonder, you know, if I had a band like this size, if I have as big as a band as those guys have, why I wouldn't live on the legacy, you know, of the work that I created. And it's so important to so many people and it's so minutely discussed about, you know, for years and years and years and years. It's always interesting when, when a solo artist just go their, go their own way, you know, but it's, uh, it's not the case with those guys here, for sure. Like, Tom York is always doing that, right? And it's highly debatable that Radiohead is the Pink Floyd of this generation, at least my generation, sees Radiohead as, as Pink Floyd in a way. Uh... That says a lot huh, about this generation, bro. Okay. But what I mean, he goes his own way, right? He does his own thing. He has the band. Uh, his new band, The Smile, even though he has Johnny Greenwood, you know, which is like the whole DNA of Radiohead. But it's, it's, it's different in a way. And that's it. This is Pink Floyd, The Wall. He has some nice tunes there for you to enjoy. A very good entry point for anyone. I think anyone who's willing to listen to to that band. And I, 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 I for some reason, I, I started trying to say that, but I, I completely ran through it. So I listened to System of Announce version, right? And years later, when I was interested in music, in general, right? Not only System of a Down and, and Corn, I don't know. I ran into Pink Floyd because that friend of mine was a big fan. So we always kind of exchanged some ideas, you know? And the wall, I remember, really getting to me. 
really getting to me. Uh, I remember listening to it a lot, but I never ever since listened to it again in his entirety in its entirety. I surely didn't. That's it. I appreciate you listening to this. Okay, I always do. Thanks for your for your support. This is a short one. It's short and sweet. Uh, the wall. Great distillation of progressive rock, to his most basic elements, but um, the imagination and the creativity of the compositions are surely there. Because uh, what is progressive rock? If not just rock, but fleshed out, right? And uh, here they go with shorter versions, with 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 more succinct stuff. Okay. Thank you very much. <laughs> 